I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition Minded. I'm good. What are we talking about? Um, I think we should talk about urges. Urges. What are urges? Okay, so an urge is an impulse, a desire, a wish, a longing, like something that you feel uncontrollable about doing. Mm. Okay. Um, So we think that urges are uncontrollable. We have no say over them um, or how our body feels. Um, Things like, I just can't stop. Or if I start eating the cookies, I'll never stop. Yeah, that's true. Like if I have one, I'm going to have all of them. Yes. Okay. So urges also get disguised with phrases like I deserve this wine or I deserve these cookies. Uh, I had a bad day. Um, This is us justifying the urge. The urge is I want wine. Mm -hmm. The urge is not I deserve the wine. It's I want it. Yeah. So why is this not only, why is it not only okay, but something we should actually be doing to allow urges? Yeah. And let's define allowing urges. Because when I first heard that term, I thought it meant that you had the urge. So you did it. Like I want the cookies. So I'm going to have the cookies, but it actually means you allow the urge and that you recognize the urge and you allow it to be and you don't act on it. So there's a difference from what people will think sometimes when they hear the phrase allowing urges versus what we're referring to it as. So allowing an urge doesn't mean, okay, I'm just going to eat the cookie. Right. It means that you recognize you have the urge, you allow it to be there, and you don't act on it. Wow. That's kind of like a mind blow right yeah. now. You know, like um, I'm allowing it, but I'm not doing it. Right. You're allowing it to be there. Okay. Yeah. So what are we allowing to be there? So like, here's a, for instance, when one of my kids is acting up and driving me up the wall, I will want chocolate. Mm -hmm. And so I will go to the kitchen and I'll be like, I want chocolate. And I will actually sometimes catch myself thinking chocolate will make this better. Yes. And then I'm like, wine will make this better. Yeah. And then I'm like, chips will make this better. Chocolate's (laughs) not actually going to make this better. However, you go in there and you're like, I just want some chocolate. Yeah. And so before I knew about mindset management, I would just be aware of the fact I wanted the chocolate. I would have the chocolate. Well, guess what? Chocolate did not fix my eight-year-old's attitude problem. I I don't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't get it. But it's so good. Right. But so like, let's give another example, like wine. You're in an argument with your spouse and you're like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm just going to have some wine, Mm -hmm. right? Or a bad day at work. I feel like a lot of us are like, you know what? I've had such a horrible day. I deserve this. Yeah. And so you want the wine, the urge to have the wine because you don't want to deal with the feelings. This is called buffering where you have a negative emotion. 
and you don't want to deal with the sensations in your body that that negative emotion is causing. Like for instance, anger, you're angry at your spouse. And so that might show up as your heart's racing, you feel hot and flushed, you might have some heaviness in your chest, you might have tingling in your hands or feet. I mean, these are just some examples. I don't know how anger feels for you, but that's how anger feels for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel super angry about it. And I don't want to feel that. I don't want those sensations. And so then my brain is like, make it stop, make it stop. I know a glass of wine will make it stop. Well, does the glass of wine really make it stop? Maybe for a few minutes, but then you get to thinking again about what your husband did. And so then you're going to have more glass, wine. Glass number two. Yeah. yeah. And then you're <laughs> going to wind up with an entire bottle of yeah. wine before you know it. And then you have not addressed the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So now you are still angry at your spouse. Now you're probably drunk or you've passed out and fallen asleep. And then you've not dealt with the issue at hand that caused the argument with the spouse. You've also not dealt with the fact that all you had were some feelings. Yeah. And you wake up the next day still pissed yeah. and hungover. And now you're, now you're mad <laughs> at yourself. And now right? you're guilty. And now yeah. you're mad at yourself. Yeah. But why did I do that? I drank all that wine. So now we've just compounded the problem by buffering. So buffering is our brain's attempt to help us to feel better because our primitive brain just wants us to not suffer in any way, shape or form. So when we recognize that we have an urge to do something, we're having that urge because we're just trying to make ourselves feel better temporarily yeah, right. in the moment. And, and Important to understand too is um, restrictions on those urges, mm -hmm. like saying I shouldn't, I won't, I can't, yeah. those kinds of things don't help those urges either. They don't, they don't get rid of those urges right. at all. Right. That's what we call resisting the urge. So okay. when you allow an urge, this is what Brooke Castillo teaches at the Life Coach School. If you have an issue, if you figure out what your buffering is, like some people will buffer with the internet, with scrolling on Facebook. Some yeah. people will buffer with brownies. Some people it's cookies. You know, yeah. it can be anything. People will buffer with anything that helps them feel good, that releases dopamine. So when you realize what your buffering activity is, and if you decide that instead, I'm just going to get good at feeling my feelings. Yeah. Because the worst thing that can ever happen to you is a feeling. And when you realize that, it's mind-blowing. So like, it's okay. It's not going to kill me to just sit here and be angry and want to throat punch them. I mean, you can just <laughs> feel those sensations in your body. Because what, does what that happened? feel like? Okay, so, all right. So, like, tell me when's the last time you were so angry at somebody you wanted to throat punch them? Um, hmm. You don't have to give any specifics, but when was it? How many days ago? How I mean, many? probably yesterday. Okay. I mean, you probably, I probably always have. Okay. Some sort of emotion, like I'm very angry. I mean, I get angry at my toddler. I don't want to throw a puncher, but <laughs> don't call me <laughs> Don't call yeah. anybody on me. Um, but but yeah, the anger, frustration. I think a high frustration. Maybe not anger, but just like oh my god. Yeah, you know. But so when you feel that, what does that feel like? Um, for me, it feels like maybe a little bit shortness of breath. Um, Maybe my hands are shaking and my, my face is flushed. Yeah. Um, I do. I think my, my, I feel anger in the heat of my face. Yeah. Okay. So that's how frustration and anger feels for you. Are you feeling that way now? No. No. Mm -mm. So it was super uncomfortable last time you felt it. Yeah. You didn't want to feel it anymore. No, I wanted to stop. All right. But whether or not you actually did anything to make it stop, it's gone now, right? Yes. All emotions, which cause sensations, go away. Yeah. They are eventually going to pass. And they don't kill us. They don't kill you. 
it's uncomfortable. You may not want to experience it, but that's part of life is half the time it sucks. And half the time you're going to have these uncomfortable sensations. So when you realize, okay, I'm really mad at my kid right now because they drew all over my brand new linen duvet in permanent marker. I mean, why (laughs) wouldn't you do that? So when you realize you're super, super angry about it, but then you can also, you could go get wine or you could go get chocolate or you could go get a bag of cookies or you could go, I'm really mad right now that my brand new comforter's ruined. And then you can just say, I really want cookies. And you don't even have to say, and I'm not going to do it. And that's the mind blowing part because that's the resisting part. Like you don't even have to resist it. You that's simply it, yeah. go, I really want cookies right now because I'm mad. All right. And then allow it, which simply means, yep. I want cookies right Allow now. Allow yourself to be angry. Yeah. Just yeah. feel the feeling. Yeah. Don't buffer. Don't cover it. Don't try to make it go away. It's going to go away. Yeah. Whether or not you do anything, yeah. it will go away. Yeah. I mean, no matter what your last really great or really bad emotion was, you're no longer feeling it right now, right? Right. It's gone. And it doesn't last as long as it feels in the moment. Yeah. I think part of my brain is saying, yeah, but it lasts a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. But if they don't stop, then I can't stop. Yeah. You know, like if they, if this situation doesn't stop, then I can't stop feeling this way. Mm -hmm. It's also not true. Also not true. You are always in control of your feelings because your feelings are caused by what you're thinking. So that's a topic for another podcast. Yes, for sure. However, so what Brooke teaches about allowing urges. So if you pick the one thing that you're buffering with, whether it's wine, cookies, brownies, whatever it is, and you decide that you want to stop being a slave to that buffering thing, she recommends you get a jar. And every time you catch yourself angry, upset, disappointed, frustrated, and you want the thing, the glass of wine, the bar of chocolate, you just write it down on a slip of paper, the date, the time the word wine, chocolate, whatever, put it in the jar. Yeah. And that's like all you have to do. Sometimes just the mere action of writing it down and putting it in the jar, it really brings you into the present moment. Like, And it allows you to feel it. Yeah. I'm feeling this right now. This is what I want. And I don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to resist it. You don't have to beat yourself up over why do I always want wine? Why do I always want chocolate? You don't have to do any of that. You write it down. You put it in the jar. Now, after you've done this a hundred times, Whatever the thing is that you've been buffering with has so much less, if any, control over you at all. Yeah. Because now you've a hundred dates and times that you've wanted a glass of wine because you're mad at somebody. I, have a jar to I mean, I guess it depends. It depends. <laughs> how big are your pieces of paper? Just trying to figure out how big how big my how big is my buffer jar gonna be. I'm going to empty it quite often, I think. <laughs> But, but, but we can also have buffering with joy and excitement yes. and celebration too. So we can also want to um, cover up the fact that we feel guilty about wanting the glass of wine. Mm. Um, so that I know that's getting way too deep into it. But but the I guess what we're getting at is you should not, you sh- should not, God, that's a bad word. Um when we allow ourselves mm-hmm. not to have the restrictions and to just allow for the feeling, the emotion, mm-hmm. the whatever it is, whether it's guilt, happiness, sadness, anger, any of those things, mm-hmm. anything that we're trying to not feel, mm-hmm. when we just allow that feeling, the urge tends to go away. It always goes away. Yeah. I mean, think of the last time you wanted something. Okay. I mean, yeah. do you really want that wine right now? I want some coffee. 
Well, that's <laughs> different though. That's because we're both going on like no sleep. <laughs> okay, but you're not like, oh, I want coffee because I'm angry right now. You know, you're not buffering with coffee. You're like, I just want some caffeine and coffee would taste good. So yeah, but like the last time you were thinking of the last time you really wanted something because you were trying to cover up a negative sensation mm-hmm. with it. My point is you don't still have that negative sensation. Right. It all goes away. Every right. emotion passes. Whether or not you want it to, like, wouldn't it be nice if all the great happy emotions that we had, if we could keep those people like, oh, I just want to bottle this up. You know, they want to bottle up an experience because of how it makes them feel. It'd be great if we felt that way all the time. All about the feelings. Yeah. Life doesn't work that way. Half the time it sucks. Half the time it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get to pick. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, So because we want wine, cookie, chips, whatever, it doesn't mean that we're not going to survive without it. Even though our bodies feel like sometimes we can't control that, we just have to remember that feelings are not what causes harm to us. Right. Um, And if we are allowing it or giving into that urge, um, we're allowing the feeling, not the action of partaking in that urge. Right. Okay. Right. That's what an allowing an urge is. Allowing an urge doesn't mean that you carry through with the urge to do the thing. It means you simply allow the urge to be there. Like air is there and you're breathing it, right? You allow the urge to be there with you and you don't act on it. So it's just a fact. It's just a thing. Like I had a bad day, period. I want wine, period. Yeah. I I like chips, period. Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't even have to say, I want wine, but instead I'm going to have some water. There doesn't need to be, I mean, you simply think I want wine. Oh, because our brains like reason with us like that Yes. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear people, I mean, I'll have people tell me all the time, I really wanted this, so I went for a run instead. Mm-hmm. You know, and part of that was to get away from the thing, the wine or the brownies or whatever. Part of it too, like that's the great thing about repetitive exercise or even yoga. This occurred to me the other day when I was on my mat and I was going to tell you about it. It's like, you can have such a crappy day and then you get on your mat. And I mean, have you ever finished a yoga practice and went, man, that was a waste of time. (laughs) No. I mean, I get off my mat and I go, I literally finish every practice after I say namaste with, I love yoga. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason I I know the reason I love yoga is that when you are in the practice of yoga and you're listening to the prompts from the teacher, you're not thinking, Mm -hmm. right? Your teacher's like. Okay, warrior two. So you're thinking warrior two. two, Well, then you might start trying to think about the argument that you had with somebody, but then she calls another pose and you're like, oh, can't think about that thing. I've got to pay attention to the class. So you're intentional. Yes. Moving your body, thinking intentionally, not letting your brain wander. And so when you get done with the class, like you have just been in the moment for however many minutes that class was. And your brain has not gone off on its own like a toddler with a knife. Yeah. And you didn't causing all kinds of problems. Right. So that's the wonderful thing to me about yoga is you were just being when you're in the moment. And so that's when you have the urge to have the food or the drink or the whatever. Just be there with it. Yeah. Like like you be intentional. Right. Be intentional about your feeling. Accept it and don't restrict it. Don't rebel against it. Yeah. Don't just Don't reason with it. Yeah. Just say, yep, I want chocolate right now. I feel like a lot of that is I I want the chocolate, but instead I'm going to go do this or do that. I feel like that's a little bit replacing. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. And so if we just sit, just sit with it. Yeah. Just 
have it, feel it, let it pass. Yeah. Write it down. And that's the urge jar concept is that you're writing it down, but you're also keeping track. I mean, you could do this on a piece of paper that yeah. has like one through a hundred on it. If you wanted, you simply write the date and the time. <laughs> you do. You're only writing a hundred <laughs> dates and times. You make it sound like I need like butcher paper on a roll. I, I, I feel like I need butcher I paper. I'm going to print out for you on an eight by 11 piece of paper, <laughs> one to a hundred. Yes. Yeah, and you just write it on there like, okay, this, you know, never, what is it, the 18th, November 18th, 10 a.m. And the thing, whatever it is. Yeah. And that you, you wanted it. Okay, you wanted it. I wanted it. Move yeah. on. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole point is that after you have allowed those, that particular urge a hundred times, you realize it has no power over you. Mm-hmm. It has no power over you. So when is it okay? This is, this is my brain, maybe. Um, rebelling yeah <laughs> when is it okay then yeah to give in to the action of the urge and not just the urge itself right some people say that it's never okay to give in to an urge if it's buffering okay okay because if you're if you're having that urge because you're trying to replace a feeling with another feeling then you should just feel that initial feeling, even if it's uncomfortable. And I would agree with that. Like the point is we're going to feel our negative feelings, even though they suck. That's part of being human. Get over it. Just feel the negative feeling and move on. So I like chocolate. Right. However, that's your point. Like when can I have chocolate? Like now here's a, you're at the grocery store and you're shopping and you're like, oh my gosh, they have my favorite chocolate. Buy it. Yeah. You're not buying that chocolate because you're really angry at your friend. Or because you had a bad day. And you're trying to feel better. Like it's literally, oh, that's my favorite chocolate. Or another thing is if you say you have a food plan or you're like, I'm going to have chocolate every day, one bar of chocolate or square of chocolate or whatever. It's totally fine. That's on your food plan. Like you're not eating that thing to replace or to buffer away a negative emotion. You're eating it because you like it. That's fine. I mean, if you have a, a... It's a confident decision. Yes. And if you I have, have a... Decide. If you're like, I'm having a glass of wine with dinner because I like to have a glass of wine with dinner. Fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not suggesting that you never have the thing that you buffer with. I'm simply saying, be aware of when your brain is replacing a feeling with that thing in an effort to try to make you feel better temporarily. Because it might make you feel better temporarily. But then the initial problem is still there. And I guess by definition, if you just like the brownie and you just want to buy the brownie and you just want to eat the brownie, yeah. fact, 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 yes. there's no emotion in that. There's no drama there's surrounding no restriction. it. It's a brownie. There, it, just, yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, then we're in much more control. Absolutely. You are making a conscious decision that I'm going to eat that food because I want it and it tastes good. It's not a, I'm mad Mm -hmm. and there's a bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. And so that wine's going to make me feel better. I mean, we're not asking a food or drink or the internet to make us feel better. We're realizing that we're not always going to feel good. You're just not. I mean, you're going to have negative emotions and you let them pass. Eventually, every emotion goes away. It's just a sensation in your body. I mean, if you just sit there, if you stop this podcast right now and think, when's the last time I was really fill in the blank, happy, sad, angry, worried, scared, grieving, any emotion, just choose an emotion, think about the last time you had it, and then realize you don't still feel that way. Yeah. And that's actually giving your brain evidence that you will live (laughs) after that emotion. Yes. Because sometimes you feel like you're dying. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, most of the time we're not. So. And one thing you said to me before is the worst thing that can happen to you is your emotions. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm like, uh, but right, because yeah. I'm trying to. My brain is like, well, I right. don't know. And so I immediately go, but yeah, but uh, what if I die? Yeah, you know. Well, but if I'm dead, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you're dead, you're not thinking about <laughs> it. Thinking about as far it. as we know. So but then, like, really so here's is the worst thing that can happen to you. So, say your dog gets hit by a car in front of your children. Yeah. I mean, this happened to me, you know. Yeah. And so, I was like. Oh my gosh. So my first thought was, oh my gosh, is the dog okay? And then I was like, I am such a terrible mother. I mean, it was exactly my next thought. Like I let the dog get hit. I didn't let the dog get hit by a car. Yeah. It's not like I put him out in the street with some treats to keep him yeah, there and yeah. the truck came by, but I'm, I'm having all these negative emotions. I'm very, very worried. I'm trying to manage my kids emotions, which I mean, you can't manage we other can't. people's. We yeah. think we can, but we cannot. And so they're all stressed out and freaked out. And so I'm thinking, you know, all these horrible things about myself. And so we take the dog to the emergency vet, talk to the vet, everything's okay. So in that moment, I felt very guilty Mm -hmm. and also like scared that my dog was actually hurt. And so even if the dog had died, then I'd feel sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. No matter what the event is, the hitting by the car, the dying, thankfully he didn't that my reaction to that, my feeling that comes from my thoughts about that, that's the worst that can happen. And the worst of the worst, like it, you're still alive. You're still kicking. You're right. still. Right. So, so no matter okay. good or bad, yeah. the worst thing that can happen is an emotion and they eventually all pass. Good stuff. Good stuff. So chances are, once you begin to recognize that the worst thing that can ever happen to you is your feeling, you can let the feeling pass and it becomes neutral. And now you don't need to buffer to cover up the emotion. Right. You can now make a proud decision and a confident decision around rules, restrictions, whatever. You won't need them. You won't need the rules and restrictions. Because the allowance puts you back in a place of control. So yeah, allowing the urge does put you back in a stance of control. Because you are recognizing the emotion. You're recognizing the want to cover it up. You're choosing not to act on that thing. You're just allowing it to be there. And then you're going on with your life. So you are not being controlled by the wine, the chocolate, the brownies, the cookies. You are controlling yourself. You are in control. Right. Yeah. Wow. That feels a little more liberating than... I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. You right? Yeah. And it's also like crazy because you think about people who diet and they'll say, I'm powerless around fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. You know, I cannot ever not have pie or whatever. And I mean, think about it really like a nine inch pie with pumpkin and like whipped cream on it is, I mean, I can just see like some Captain Underpants. (laughs) I know, right? Like the giant toilet in that episode. Like it's a giant pumpkin pie and it's coming after you. I mean, but you think about it, like our brains have given that level of control to food. That puts whole new meaning to you can't outrun that pie. true isn't it it is in control (laughs) so just take back the control yeah allow yourself to take back the control yeah and allow yourself you're human you're going to have urges because we don't want to feel bad as a species I mean nobody chooses feeling bad right but just recognize that you're going to feel bad some of the time that you don't have to cover it up that it's going to go away eventually allow the urge and move on awesome